Hello, welcome back to New Rockstars Debrief. I'm Eric Voss. Joining me today are Sam Basher. Hello, that is my voice. Philip Molina. And this is mine. And our special guest, Sam Levine from oh. DC Daily. Well, hello. Thank oh. you. It's so nice to be here. Thank you so for nice joining. To We're big you. fans. Oh, very sweet of you. Yes. And <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Prove him wrong, Phil. <laughs> yeah. We got a big DC episode today. We're going to be talking about Shazam and the Joker trailer. We're also going to cover some news about the fate of Dr. Eric Selvig in Avengers <gasps> Endgame. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? What, what is he okay? Is he okay, please tell me he's okay. And updates on the new Terminator movie that's in the works, and Kumail Nanjiani potentially joining the MCU. Was the Terminator tease a question? <laughs> Terminator movie? Yeah. Well, I'm like, Ron Burgundy. Just yeah. reading this for the first time. It's just how many times are there going to be ones? Uh, also, we're going to have an update later about a really exciting uh, thing we're doing. We just crossed two million subscribers this yes. morning. Congratulations! Thank uh, you, thank you, uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, but uh, part of our celebration is going to be a big live event that we're going to be doing where you guys will be there with us it's avengers related it's <gasps> if there's a very that's a very hot ticket right now you a lot of you did not get your tickets i'm just saying stay tuned we might have you uh and we might maybe we have a ticket for you or something uh, here in LA, I'm really excited to talk about it later in the show. A reason to stick around. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a big deal that we crossed 2 million subscribers. We've been waiting on this day. A lot of you have been great in the comments saying, oh, you're so close to 2 million and no other channel deserves it more than you guys. And thank you all for saying that. And thank you all for watching. Thanks to the whole new Rockstars team, uh, both everyone on camera and off camera, and uh, Sam and Mod as well. Mod couldn't be here today. Uh, and to everyone behind the scenes, you know. Tommy Bechtold. Tommy Bechtold off is screen producer. Off screen, off screen producer. Devin. 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 Uh, <laughs> all of our editors um, were like the little operation that could we could not be more proud of, of what we do here uh, but stick around to the end of this episode we'll have a, a short what five second dance party so yes. that, that way but we, we can... cannot use any copywritten music or this Ooh. video will be taken down immediately so then why five seconds then <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, because we are very tired dance party at yeah, the end of the episode yeah, we are. yeah. Um, and so we also have a reminder right that this is a podcast yes, yeah so well. <laughs> a weekly reminder that we are uh, available in audio that's a good reason to keep our, our dance party short <laughs> later <laughs> uh, you can find us on apple Podcasts, the himalaya app or anywhere you get your podcast and also by the way our game of thrones feed it's called westeros weekly that's not just the westeros weekly show that's going to be the uh, actual breakdowns of, of game of thrones that we're going to be doing that's going to be our game of thrones theory videos all audio versions of that and here's the like the crazy thing that we've never done before the game of thrones breakdowns everything we're doing you're going to get them earlier yeah. on that Ooh. feed oh. uh, because audio is real easy to put together and video <laughs> is real hard yes. uh, so again if you want our thoughts on an and, uh, analysis on game of thrones as early as possible definitely check out that feed it's called westeros weekly also on apple Podcasts, also on the himalaya app or uh, you know right here on youtube so you don't miss the visual chaos that's going to occur when we try and deliver your Twitter questions by Raven. Oh, you that is that. for real. Yes. We are trying to make Raven deliver your questions, and it's going to be a mess. Having birds fly at our heads is not as fun if you're just listening to it. you got to see the yeah. panic in our eyes. Yeah, and they don't like yeah. being thrown. Yeah. Oh, they really don't. <laughs> they can fly on their own. Okay, well, let's get to today's main topic, Shazam. Shazam opened this weekend, and it's the newest entry to the DCEU. It's starring Zachary Levi. It's directed by David F. Sandberg, and it's about the teenager Billy Batson, who can turn into the adult superhero hero after receiving powers from the wizard and the rock of eternity just by shouting that wizard's name shazam it's kind of like a wish fulfillment story uh they've described it as superman meets big and it's getting great reviews currently has 91 percent on rotten tomatoes Ooh. it's not an easy feat and with the exception of justice league dc is really having a great run in terms of critical reception you know wonder woman aquaman and now shazam they've all been well received so i'm curious to know from you guys what do you think about shazam this movie that makes it such a hit well, um, I mean, you said it in the wish fulfillment, right? It said that it's why, you know, any story about uh, a nerd, uh, I mean, not that this kid's a nerd. I, I'm just being mean. I'm just going to bully him for a second. <laughs> this nerd. Uh, no, but like a kid uh, seeing the, the thing that he could become and then that story of, well, what if it was you, right? And actually, that's a little bit of, not to get too into um, spoilers here, but the villain uh, side is a little bit also like, like, what if you could become a hero and then you're not allowed to become the hero? You know, it's taken away from you. Uh, I think it's really speaking to the fact that, uh, you know, um, our fans, the fans right now is in fandom, uh, is so obsessed with with uh, with superheroes that the characters actually are very representative of the fans that are going to watch DC movies. They keep the merchandise, right? Uh, it's, you know, Marvel fans too. 
And it's like, yeah, what if we plucked one of you and said, you're good enough to also join the Justice League? I mean, of course, that's something people are going to relate to. Yes, I agree. Yeah, I want to know who those 9% of critics were (laughs) that did not give it a good review. uh, Because they're just just wrong. (laughs) Um, I am, uh, by my own account, uh, one of the harshest critics of superhero movies. And I absolutely love this film. And I am not just saying that because I am gainfully employed by uh, DC. <laughs> uh, I am saying that You're because... You're also saying that because... I am good. also... No, no yeah. I am saying it because it, it was a really, really, really fun watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw it at WonderCon last weekend with a packed house. And man, when the audience gets into it, that's you have to see this in theaters. This yeah. is not a oh wait for it to be on. Right. No, 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 no. See it in theaters. See it opening weekend. See it second weekend. But see it as soon as you can in theaters. Um, there's so much fun in this movie. I personally like my superhero movies dark. Yeah. So for me to enjoy this very, I don't want to say light, but much lighter than say Brighter. like a Nolan. Batman yeah. movie mm-hmm. uh, uh, kind of fair. I really enjoyed it, and um, I gotta say, I think I think the actors were perfectly cast. Oh, for sure. Everyone yeah. in this movie is perfect for the role they are playing. Yeah, Adam Brody uh, is in the cast. I'm not gonna say exactly what role he plays, but when he when he shows up, I was like. Oh man, that was perfect casting. He yeah. is exactly the who should play that part. But on the flip side, the kid, it, it's I, getting the perfect kid actors is hard. It's very yeah, difficult right, yeah. for yeah. movies, and they nailed it across the board. Across Darla, the board. Just it's, shout out, oh, you, perfect casting, and mm-hmm. her entire journey throughout the movie is perfect. Especially where they, where those kids end up by the end of the film is, I didn't realize how emotional that. Emotional makes it sound like I was like crying. I was just like, my heart was warmed by where these kids ended up, specifically Billy and Freddy. Freddy felt like the heart of this movie for me. Yep. Like, I mean, Billy's adventure, yeah. he's the superhero, so you you connect with that and you relate to that and you get excited for him. But Freddy, he's the one that you would be in that point of view in this story. You're the one who has to experience it. Through, you're watching somebody else get to have all the fun. And yeah. you could get like, maybe you get jealous from that. Maybe you support him. Maybe you encourage him to explore more. The exploration of what Shazam can do is mm-hmm. one of the best parts of any superhero movie that's come out in like the past ten years, honestly, because it was unapologetic. This entire yeah, right. movie yeah. is it will it takes so many deep cuts. Whereas like even <laughs> yeah. if I sat down and explained them to you now, I don't know if that's even <laughs> does any justice to how bonkers it is. And bonkers is in the most positive way I can right. say yeah. because it's just I kudos. Yeah, kudos, kudos to yeah. and kudos David F. Yeah. Sandberg. David for, F. Sandberg, this guy, yeah, I think the his direction and his ability to balance the tone of this story was really impressive. I've been following this guy for a while because he used to make horror shorts on YouTube. Yeah. Lights out. He's the guy who made Lights Out, right. and he directed a lot of shorts with his wife Lota, and she's actually, I believe she makes a cameo in this film, mm-hmm. um, and he's such an impressive horror director. He made the film version of Lights Out. He directed one of the Annabelle movies. There's also a little Annabelle Easter egg if you were oh, looking right. closely. Uh, he, this movie was scary. There's a lot of like interesting jump scares. For sure. Yeah. I mean, the, the villains scary, like are, are like not only are they they scary to look at, like they're great. There's really great design in them, but they're like about like the deep human sins and, and flaws that we all have oh, yeah. deep down, mm-hmm. which is so much like deeper than than you know. I also was in that gamma ray accident, and I'm here for revenge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, th- what this reminded me of is I was telling you about this, Sam, before yeah. that we taped. Uh, it reminded me a lot of Sam Raimi's first Spider-Man film and right. maybe the second Spider-Man film, where they also took another horror director who's better known for his horror work, gave him a superhero origin story, and he kind of leaned into the zaniness of the story and didn't really make fun of it. And it felt like kind of a, a fresh throwback feel watching Shazam because now everyone's so post, post, post everything and everyone right. has to comment on everything. And as soon as Deadpool arrived, you could just kind of broke all superhero <laughs> movies in a good way. But it was nice to kind of like go back and believe in a superhero story again and feel like a kid again. I really like when uh, you go through a story that we've seen before and you find one part of it that hasn't really been explored and you kind of stay there for a second. That's where this movie takes place. You brought up Spider-Man. I think it'd be this movie is kind of like what if you were Spider-Man? You know, what if you were Peter Parker's roommate or something? You were on the same field trip. 
uh, you're there, you put your hand in the same spot and then you move it away just before the radioactive spider goes. And then, you know, the radioactive spider bites Peter, but then you see he becomes Spider-Man because of that. And then even though it's like, oh no, you know, he, he has that, that one night where he gets really sweaty and he feels sick. And then he's like ripped after that. <laughs> he's, he's like swinging around town. He's funnier. I think he's uh, a great dancer. Yeah. He's right? he a very good dancer. And then you're Iconic. just like, I mean, and my hand was right there and like it's not only like oh man that job should be mine it's like i could have been more than human if i had just like left my hand there and this story just stays right there with like just all the different ways that plays out both you know uh with with characters good characters that are kind of like man i kind of wish it was me and then characters that take that to the extreme where it's like it must be me it should have been me yeah. and this is like adapted from the new 52 shazam like backup story for like the justice league and i think that's like great it was such a good like yeah. Uh, the good way to condense a lot of the weirdness from Shazam, but yeah. also kind of have a new take with it, because Billy back in the '40s was just a kid who got to his wish mm-hmm. fulfillment. Right. It's great. Mm-hmm. New Fifty Two, they're like, what if we had like a little bit of an edge to Billy? And <laughs> personally, I was like, that's okay. It wasn't my favorite aspect of it of how he ends up getting his abilities. And in this movie, I was like, that's a perfect reason for him to get the abilities. Like the reason why he becomes yeah. Shazam yeah. over anybody else yep. is my favorite reason. Where it's like. <laughs> Roll the dice, really. Yep, like, it's, right. like, yep. it's all of our best shot. You're, you're our best shot, and honestly, I don't have enough time to think about it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I'm like, wow, I, that's, that might be the most relatable part of this yeah. movie. And there are so many solid digs at like superhero movies in general, but all, but they're done with a way that's like it's more of a dig at the villain than it is at the hero. And I have I had yeah. a lot of fun with that. And the character design, the CG is top notch in this, and I I love. Uh, the way that they built out families in other superhero movies, but the family in this movie feels just mm-hmm. true. I love uh, yeah. big props to the kids, but also the foster parents. I mm-hmm. lo- they felt so sweet because yeah. they, I, I uh, they, they didn't feel like oh we're a big family. Come on, you got to come do this thing with us. It was like no, it felt more like you're joining a team, and I like yeah. that feeling yeah. where yeah. it was just like no, I get it. We were you. We know we can't understand you like your specific situation, but we understand your general emotional well-being right now, and we will let you figure that out, but also we'll call you on it too. I love it. There's so many elements in this that just make it feel like it works in the real world, but at the same time, there are people saying magic words and they're turning into action figures. Yeah, Yeah. well, it's funny. The the movie is is very light that way, but something you just said, Sam, uh, triggered for me, uh, triggered me, and (laughs) and we'll talk about it later. No, no, uh, uh, reminded me that it actually is asking like a pretty deep question because of this idea of selecting who should be the rightful heir to the Shazam powers, this idea of, oh, you know, it's got to be someone of, of a certain purity and perfect. And that's something we build up our heroes, right? A hero can only be someone who is pure of heart or uh, has like the, the best intentions, who is without sin. And that's kind of very Clark Kent, right? Where he had to Captain be- Captain America too. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had to be raised in this perfect way. And it's like, there's so few people that could be that. And this movie asks, or- if we trusted someone and we gave them the opportunity, could they step up to that and become the hero that we need them to be? Mm. Which is like really like uh, uh, optimistic, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a nice story that you know. A lot of times, I think people feel like uh, you know you've made some mistakes or like maybe you know there's a certain life that isn't there for you. And it's like, well, no, may- maybe there still could be. You know, if you were given the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the again, the training montage is amazing, and also just seeing how Billy would honestly behave with these abilities it's like yeah because I would do the same thing right, right now yeah. I would. Right. at this age why right. in the yeah. world I don't need to be a teenager <laughs> yeah. yeah like why would in the world would I go to work I would do this I would right. not yeah, have yeah, a yeah. normal life I would choose to be uh, Shazam fun uh, uh, casting things so Dr. Savannah played brilliantly by Mark Strong mm-hmm. uh, his father in the movie is played by John Glover, mm-hmm. the man, and yeah. who we all you, remember, who we all remember from Batman and Robin, uh-huh. as oh, I can't believe I'm blanking on his character's name, but he's oh, the guy uh, Poison Ivy, Poison uh, Ivy's yeah. boss, yes. right. who she mm-hmm. he has been playing the same role for yeah. fifty thousand years <laughs> right. yep. for DC. Yep. Yeah, hey, he was uh, yeah, best Lionel casting, Luther. Oh yeah, best yeah. casting mm-hmm. in Smallville. Honestly, he when, when they took him off the show, spoilers for that show. Uh, I was super bummed. Does he have in his contract? that I will only play like DC uh, villains. DC, DC billionaires. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. Hey, shout, shout out to him and for not really aging a lot in that movie. I know. 
no, yeah. <laughs> his, his son, not so good. Yeah. He didn't drink enough yeah. water. No, he had a great uh, 30, 40 years. Yeah. yeah. He looked uh, terrific. A billion dollars will do that. Yeah, no, I, uh, Mark Strong really killed it. As soon as they said he, he was the villain, I'm like, oh my God, I don't care. I yeah. don't care what you even give him to say because he's gonna. I'm going to be intimidated yep. immediately. You mm-hmm. know what's fun about Mark Strong is that uh, for some reason in my head, like, you know, I'm not always good, good with, uh, I don't know, keeping people separate. I keep switching him with uh from devil wears prada oh stanley uh, tucci stanley, stanley tucci oh. and it's like a, like so in my head when i heard mark strong was gonna play the villain i was like stanley tucci huh? <laughs> i think i think the way I, like, stanley tucci taught high school english mark strong was uh, the gym coach yeah in my head that's or, what I yeah or like <laughs> just the same person they just taught different, yeah, exactly <laughs> different classes it's a too. nature versus nurture experiment right yes <laughs> Like Mark Strong will throw a kickball at you if you don't if you don't let's tag back. Yeah, in well, if you give yeah. one kid a name, the name Strong, and one kid the name Tucci, <laughs> let's see how that works out. Uh, I can't wait to see Shazam play around with more DC characters. Uh, the even yeah. the ones we have now, yeah. Aquaman. Yeah. I want to see him play around with Ezra, Mil- Ezra Miller's Flash. I, I just uh, hopefully, uh, honestly, we'll hey, I, I'm on board. I will see, but honestly, I'm on board with. Yeah, I not that we see... disagree. We're talking about the news. Uh, We're worried that week. he may not still be attached, but we don't know yet. We don't know yeah, but, but yeah. as we know right now, like mainly, my favorite part of uh, Justice League was Ray Fisher's Cyborg, and I want, I want. Also, since it was like his first like big movie, I'm like, give him another shot, guys. <laughs> like, bring him back. And also yeah. in the comics, Shazam and Cyborg as like the younger members kind of have a rapport, and I'm like, that sounds cool. I would really like to see that. So, Well, uh, there's a lot of good things to talk about with Shazam, and uh, we have to move on, but let us know down in the comments below what your favorite part of the movie was, and we'll be doing more and more videos about it. Hopefully, a uh, p- post-credit scene breakdown is up on the channel now, and uh, we'll have a big Easter egg breakdown coming out uh, next week, because there were a lot, <laughs> many, many yeah, DCU so Easter many. eggs and, in this and movie. And not DCU Easter eggs. Yeah, there's all yeah. kinds of interesting details that I, I look forward to rewatching it. But uh, now comes the time for a trivia question, Ooh. and Philip, you're going to be asking oh it this Ooh, week. Ooh, yes. all right. Moving on to this week's trivia question. So remember, the stakes of this are life or death. Uh, you're new here, but uh, <laughs> this could be your last day. So oh, probably will hope be. you've settled your yeah. affairs. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'll hand out our index cards, and you guys can get some pens, and you guys can play along at home. Uh, the winner here gets to take one of our lives. All right, great. In the 1988 movie Big, Tom Hanks and his friend sing a little ditty called Down Down Baby or the ice cream song. Finish this line from the song. I'm cool. I'm hot. Blank. Okay, all of our answers are here in the trivia box. At the end of the episode, we will reveal the answer. The loser, as always, uh, will suffer some horrible fate. Yes, as always. I'm feeling pretty confident. Sam, what have you heard this week? Oh, buckle up, kids, because we got a new Avengers Endgame spot that dropped yesterday, and it's got a few new shots, including a shot of Eric Selvig, the (gasps) scientist from the the horror movies, played by Stellan Skarsgård, listed as missing. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, my God. Stellan. No. This seems to suggest that he is among the dust. I don't know. But that would totally negate the Infinity War tie-in book where he and Darcy Lewis tried to yes. figure out what caused the snap, which is now being referred to as the decimation. The but it also blows up a lot of Avengers Endgame fan theories. So hold on for just a second, gang, because uh, it's going to get rough. A lot of people thought his notes from Thor The Dark World might be the key to the time travel or mm. alternate reality hopping that the Avengers will need to do to defeat Thanos and bring everybody back. So... Assuming that the MCU isn't contradicting itself, where do you think Selvig could be? Mm. And could his imaginative approach to theoretical physics and end up playing a role as scientists uh, like Stark and Banner devise a way to defeat Thanos? Do you think it's going to be involved in some way, and where yeah. could he be? Well, here's the deal. So that that board where they saw all the faces of, like, missing, like, everyone's just assuming, oh, like, oh, it means he's dead. It means he's dusted. Well, I mean, Scott Lang shows up on that board, too, and they just don't know where he is. He's trapped in the quantum right. realm. I mean, it's so chaos. MIA, the world yeah. is in chaos, so. They, they're still yeah. figuring out where everybody is, you know? This is like everyone's phones are dead after a busy concert, and everyone's just trying to figure out where everyone is. That, that that's is. about as significant as what the snap was. Yeah, it's worse. <laughs> yeah. Even worse. Yeah. The light power outage. Um, <laughs> now, we actually, we did a whole video breaking down that chalkboard, and, you know, you can find all kinds of fun Easter eggs. I think the set designers are just like, we're going to put in every possible theoretical physics term. Like, I think there's a Schrodinger reference in there. They have, like, the nine different Peanuts? realms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, the fault, the crossroads, lots of stuff implying like alternate and parallel six realities. Um, I don't think he'll be part of the story. Just if I'm thinking like 
uh, how they're probably going to lay out and map out the story for Endgame. I would be surprised. I'm ruling it out, but I would be surprised if he plays a huge role in, in cracking the code. I mean, he could because be the one that saves other characters us all, who can do that. Right? <laughs> hey, you <laughs> like, never know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, honestly, he could have just made his way over to that bathhouse where Thor had the vision about all the Infinity Stones. Remember Ooh, that one? No, oh, the yeah, Turkish yeah. bathhouse? Yeah. yeah, he went there. He's like, uh, if Thor was able to figure out the plot of the next like nine movies, I could probably do that too. So maybe he's over there taking a little bath. But so it sounds like you guys <laughs> yeah. are both uh, on the side of uh, missing. Right? Yeah. It, I don't it's think just, he's or, dead. Or hiding? Maybe like maybe That'd be really oh. lame. Well, no, no, not <laughs> yeah, like not like maybe. I'm so scared, but more like I'm the one that could figure this all out. Oh. Uh, so it's very important that you know that no one can find me on a weekend retreat up in a so. cabin. Like yeah. really, like don't I want to get away for a yeah, second? He's yeah, a, he's oh. on a world saving retreat, just yeah. trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I um I I work for uh, DC, not Marvel, mm-hmm. so I have no problem spoiling Marvel properties. Ah, there you go. And I actually know the answer to this. Oh. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna spoiler alert. Uh, he is in uh, Talladega, Alabama. Go on. Uh, because he knew uh, stuff was going down, and he was like, "I probably only have days to live, so I want each day to feel like an eternity." Mm-hmm. So he just went to <laughs> Talladega, Alabama, where each day. <laughs> Feels like an eternity. <laughs> Shout out to our fans. Shout out to Talladega, Alabama. See you at the Walmart. Yeah. Uh, right uh, next you to mean the to tell me that watching those fast cars go in circles all day <laughs> doesn't feel like a minute has gone by? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What up? So fast, though. What up, Holiday Inn Express? Whoa. I have to know what Talladega did to you. <laughs> it's just, uh, there's a Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> and that's all that I need and to Walmart. say. Yeah. <laughs> and Whoa. a slow, slow decline into death. Wow. <laughs> it does sound like the perfect retreat. Yeah. Yeah. That's where he went. That's Eric my point. Selvig. That's where the man is. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh, and the mayor of Talladega. <laughs> I, I looked into this whole Cosmic Quest book that Selvig is in that is supposedly canon because a lot of the tie-in books and tie-in comic series are supposed to be canon. But it's, it's more of like a, a youth uh, literature book. It's a it's a YA novel. It feels like because it's like kind of a kid story. Um, oh, you mean like these, all of these stories things? based on comics? <laughs> yeah, all, yeah all these adult <laughs> themes. Yeah. But it uh, it feels like it's not. He's probably not dead. They kind of they go on an adventure and it's after the snap and they they're trying to de- figure out what happened to the world and they are able to figure out what the stones are and I think Selvig actually sees Thanos in the story so yeah but uh oh oh, where at the Piggly Wiggly (laughs) (laughs) yeah at the Walmart uh to uh uh, well they have uh thick pants there uh so the to answer the question though I think that theoretical physics absolutely could play a role in in how they save the day I think who knows maybe even Eric Selvig's notes can be part of it Mm -hmm. I don't think that means that Eric Selvig needs to be part of the movie they have so many of the top scientists in the universe just like uh, in their contacts list I think they're fine I think we will get a Schrodinger reference in in game I'm gonna put that out there right now I think we're gonna get a reference to the cat or um, cats uh, both dead and alive in a box and maybe someone will say "Uh, English please and then we'll move on (laughs) Yeah, it, yeah. But I think we'll get a They're reference. Like, this wasn't English. Yeah. Get out. Get out of here, Hawkeye. Someone does time travel and someone grabs a piece of paper, folds it, shoves <laughs> a pencil through it. <laughs> yeah. Does what that about, answer your question? What about Schrodinger's flirking? Oh, yeah. oh, oh, that's, that's pretty good. Oh, that's got to be a joke. <laughs> that's got to be gotta a joke. It doesn't happen. happen, we'll be furious. And we'll quit. <laughs> yeah. We'll yes. walk right out of it two hours into the three-hour movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, there was some other news that came out this week, Philip, that yes, uh, you uh, Yeah, so I was going to, I mean, I, I made you guys all watch it uh, before we started because I was obsessed <laughs> with it. The new Joker trailer oh, yeah. dropped. Uh, started, so this is the for the version starring Joaquin Phoenix and directed by Todd Phillips. And I thought it was really dang good. Yeah. I was yeah. like genuinely surprised. Uh, I don't like anything. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> a lot. No, uh, uh, Sam did a breakdown uh, for us uh, for it. Uh, and he, uh, a lot of people have this conspiracy theory about why Eric didn't do that that breakdown. Uh, and it's all true. Yeah, all of it, it has to be. It's yeah. like they didn't see another video that came out three hours before that I'm in. They can't, you know, yeah, yeah. You can't just put uh, two together. Uh, uh, you got sick once. It happened. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, what I thought was really interesting, though, is that, you know, we were all like, we were just seeing these leaked set photos, right? And we were like, this movie looks kind of silly. Like, it was he has to chase his nose down the street or whatever. Like, I don't know. It just, it just obviously, maybe that's why we shouldn't look at things that they don't want us to look at. Yes. <laughs> uh, but then once they did this, it, like, totally uh, 
shocked me that it had this energy of, of uh, Il Pagliacci, oh, yes. the the Italian opera. It's a story of, of a, the sad clown. It's basically the clown tragedy. A lot of you know the artwork is inspired by by that idea. And then it also really reminded me of that episode of Seinfeld about that clown that kind of like loses his mind and like terrorizes the characters. Oh, of and Seinfeld. keeps showing up and yeah, stalking them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which which uh, I want one of our fans to create a mashup of the trailer and the Seinfeld episode. <laughs> uh, but uh, what my question is for you guys is you know this is the first time they're probably like okay this is our movie now judge it how so go ahead judge it what's what's this trailer doing for you how do you feel about this movie uh it's uh, honestly it was super cool just uh, just like a as a dc fan it was cool that there weren't any other studio logos except for dc at the end and i was like yeah. oh they're doing like a marvel thing now that makes me excited that's like or like mm. marvel studios doesn't have like a disney logo that starts in the beginning it's just marvel studios like this not is just yet. dc not <laughs> yet <laughs> give it a couple time get a little time but no after this trailer i think i was just on the fence. I, I don't... I, I You guys could correct me if I've ever said that. I'm like, oh, an origin movie for the Joker just isn't my cup of tea. But honestly... like I, I've I, said that. Uh, you know, it's... I, I get people being hesitant because he's also a mass murderer. So the journey of that character could be a little harrowing by the end. But also, that's pretty intriguing. And what Todd Phillips wants to build here, I find... I, I do find super interesting. And I think you just kind of nailed it when you got Joaquin Phoenix because immediately I'm interested. Like, immediately I'm going to see the movie just on the basis of of him being in it and his his physicality and it yeah. makes mm -hmm. me feel upset that stomach thing bit. that he's yeah. doing yeah. apparently the, uh, i learned this from my therapist recently pulling your stomach like deep in and holding it like tight is like one of the most like like uh distracting things you you can do like your mind starts to like kind of freak out you have so many nerve endings in your stomach we can all try it you can try it at home yeah. uh, or or eric does it all episode long <laughs> <laughs> how long have i been out <laughs> <laughs> what day uh, is it <laughs> every every video you see <laughs> all right uh, but uh something you just said uh, uh just was really interesting to me this this idea that we have complained in the past like do we want to know the story of someone becoming a mass murderer and do we want to potentially even sympathize with them and something that i noticed is that there's it looks like there's a potential love interest in the story and i think that's a great way to to take that story is okay maybe it's not so much of us you know feeling bad for him it's someone we can actually relate to uh, in a different way and like the stakes are for her that you know to maybe be his last chance at, at not becoming that and you know the in inevitable sadness what that, that she's going to be stricken with when he or you know worse when he turns anyway yeah i uh i i am unable to give credit uh because i saw this as a meme uh on the interwebs but i i saw this yesterday and i thought this is perfect and it was like um joker 1989 i don't know just drop him in a vat of acid <laughs> joker 2019 i don't know just drop him into society wow yeah. and yeah. and i was like oh yeah no that's absolutely uh, correct yeah. um and so yeah i don't know so i saw a lot of people complaining like oh man you want me to sympathize with this guy now and i don't necessarily know that i think it's interesting that people are getting that from the trailer uh, I will reserve judgment till I see the movie, but maybe we're not asking to sympathize with the Joker. Maybe they're just saying like, hey, this is what made this guy crazy. You don't have to agree with mm -hmm. it, but this is the story we're gonna tell. And I'm very curious to see that story. Um, even if it's, uh, uh, you know, if, if, if there's breaks in reality for the mm -hmm. guy, uh, and I expect that there probably will be, but um, I'm I'm anxious to see it, not because I want to sympathize with potential mass murderers, but it's always interesting. I mean, in, in our society right now, how obsessed are we as a culture with like serial killers oh, yeah, and murderers? Right. How many if you true go crime on Netflix, podcasts? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. Here's another documentary about right. a guy who killed yeah. 15 people. Is it based on all that, like one person at this table is a serial killer. 100%. Many, he's hiding yeah. underneath it. <laughs> He's going to get one um, of us. <laughs> so, so I think that this movie is uh, very much of the moment, at least in that trailer, what we saw. Again, I reserve judgment until I see the full movie, but uh, I'm very excited about it. And let's just, let's just you know, uh, hypothesize this. Maybe this isn't a universe where the Joker is a mass murderer. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is a universe where it's just a guy pushed to his own limits and then maybe it involves killing, maybe it doesn't, mm -hmm. maybe any killing he does is justifiable. Right. And then that's it. We're going to get a different kind of Joker than the one mm -hmm. we've had before. That's because you point. could certainly say Heath Ledger's Joker was not Cesar Romero's Joker. Mm -hmm. You know, very different Jokers. So, I mean, we are 11 years away from Heath Ledger's Joker now. 
So yeah. it's entirely possible that this is just a totally different take on the character. Yeah. And I'm very curious to see what it is. Yeah, already it feels like it's different than the Joker that we know. Because yeah. the Joker that we know doesn't have a clear past. You know, I believe that the version of Heath, uh, the version that Heath Ledger's uh, went with, Heath Ledger, uh, had a mysterious nebulous backstory and he kept changing his story. And that to me is what the true Joker is. So the fact that we're seeing Arthur Fleck, that's not. It's already an alternate universe Joker. Right, yeah. And I think a lot of people will see a movie and be like, well, if there's a hero to it, that hero must be presented in a good light. That must be someone we have to root for and identify with. But I'll remind you, there's plenty of like gangster stories. There's plenty of TV series in which we're supposed to see the moral decline. There's plenty of Shakespeare plays in which we're supposed right. to judge I mean, and yeah. hate the main character. Yeah, Breaking Bad is a, you know a story where you, over the course of this series, realize, damn, I'm rooting for the bad guy. Mm -hmm. Right, and then yeah. I think Sopranos is another example before uh, Breaking Bad that you know it had the problem in its final season where people felt like, oh, we they, we started to like Tony, but in the final season, uh, uh, David Chase had to specifically do some monstrous things with Tony and make him such a hateable character so that by the end you wanted to see him die, like he had to die for you to go to bed that night, and then you know he cut to black and then we just have to draw our own conclusions. But I think that's there's a whole side of storytelling where you can have a character you follow the whole time and it is a judgment. And it seems like this Joker story is borrowing from things like Taxi Driver uh, or things like The King of Comedy, which have been like referenced by the filmmakers as influences. And in both of those stories, you're not supposed to root for the main character. Maybe some deep, dark side of you does, but at the end of the day, you're not supposed to emulate their behavior. Uh, last thing I'd mention is that with this trailer there, you're seeing that it's been expressed that he is a mentally ill man who eventually spirals into this. Uh, yeah. Whatever whatever version that is, it, what, I think what most people connect to the Joker is that he is a murderer. So that like this mentally ill person is pushed to becoming a murderer and something that is like worshipped because he, he basically is the start of a movement. And there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of heat around that right now, especially with, or criticism specifically, like when Split or Glass came out and you're seeing mm. your main antagonist be someone who is mentally ill and that is the biggest part of his personality based mm. on when you see the trailer. And I think with Split and Glass, you guys can not like those movies for whatever reason, I think that the writers did enough work in that to show that like we're not talking about mental illness, this is a special case where it's supernatural and what, what is happening to him. It is not a mental illness and if it is, it's it, we're just trying to show that it's okay to go to therapy and get help. I, I hope that this movie in a sense, I don't have the same criticisms for this trailer, I just hope that when looking at mental illness in this movie that there... We are shown that there are tools for you to go get help and to, to address those problems. And in his case, it's a special situ situation, and he is not a monster for being, having mental illness, but he, he makes decisions that turn him into a monster. Right. I hope that it's, it's not that he starts with mental illness and then that just like devolves from there. I right. think it would be really interesting if he starts kind of normal, right, Re relatable where, where we are, and then we see... Is it possible to take it, your average man, and take him, just give him the exact, you know, formula? This happens to him, then this, then this, and it just lines up where it could have been any of us. Could you really push someone so far that they become the disgusting person mm. that sticks two fingers in a kid's mouth? That is so Don't weird. Yeah. Well, let us know what you thought about the Joker trailer. Is this uh, making you come around on what you worried about or are you more excited than you were before? But I wanted to run another thing by you guys that I saw this week. Uh, we got an update on the new Terminator movie. It's called Terminator Dark oh. Fate. It's starring Ooh. Arnold Schwarzenegger, former California governor. Huh. Uh, Interesting choice. And once a movie star. Yeah, why would they cast him in this? <laughs> yeah. uh, Lando ha Linda Hamilton is back, playing yes. Sarah Connor. And Linda exciting. Hamilton. Uh, the heart of the story, some might say. <laughs> James Cameron is also heavily involved. And remember, so this is the thing with this movie. It's not going to be a sequel to all the franchises. It's only going to be a sequel to Terminator and T2 Judgment Day. So it's resetting the franchise, the events of Terminator 3, Terminator Salvation, and uh, Terminator Genesis. And Terminator and, Kids. And Sarah, Cro and uh, Sarah, Sarah Connor, Connor Chronicles. Chronicles. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fox. They didn't happen. Tip your hat to Cersei. It's there. all racist. Yep. Yeah. Um, now, this week we got some photos of Arnold, Lynn Hamilton, Mackenzie Davis, and the rest of the cast, all of whom look very angry, ready to kick our asses. I want to look away, break eye contact. We got an official logo for it of the title. And CinemaCon guests were actually treated to some footage. There was a scene Ooh. that shows non-human character played by Mackenzie Davis beating up some cops in Mexico City. And there's another scene where Sarah Connor shows up with a bazooka, and they showed a reel with clips of lots of action featuring car explosions, Schwarzenegger is just flexing, I guess. And uh, 
Sarah Connor dropping the iconic line, I'll be back as she blows up a bridge. I don't know why she would say that to the bridge, but uh, <laughs> I, I will fix this. I <laughs> promise. I, yeah, we will rebuild. She was this. saying it to the insurance guys. Yeah. <laughs> now, the director is Tim Miller. This is the guy who directed Deadpool. And he mentioned that the new Terminator we'll meet in this movie can split into two and become twice as deadly. Ooh. Wait, what? Oh, boy. Ooh. Hold on. Now, he can split it, He can split in two and become twice as deadly? I guess it's maybe like the T-1000, you know, how he could... Oh, I hope it's Alex like that. Mack in my head, goo. I was thinking of the T-800 <laughs> machine, two. but like just like one-legged hop at yeah. you in two different or, directions or two smaller terminators yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 i guess chucky terminators are pretty terminator. terrifying well, they yeah. keep dividing down you have billions of little tiny terminators well i wanted to ask <laughs> you guys this idea of a whole franchise reset you know where you skip certain sequels for whatever reason it's become kind of a trend lately in a couple different franchises we saw it with the newest halloween movie which uh, assume that all the other Halloween movies after the first one didn't happen. Yep. Uh, and then it's happening with uh, this new Jason Reitman Ghostbusters. He's doing Ghostbusters 3. It's pretending the 2016 Ghostbusters didn't happen. And now with the uh, Terminator movies that's happening, it's uh, is it allowing for more possibilities to expand a universe, do you think? Do you think this is like cheating? Do you think they should have to reference it? I mean, like, right, Star Wars just pretended the prequels didn't happen, but they didn't officially, like, say what do you they mean didn't they did? happen. They, I mean, they didn't reference them <laughs> well, too much. That's kind of what I mean is that they were like, look, whatever happened there, just let's not bring it up. They don't like, uh-huh. like, they didn't have to go back and say, how do we, how the hell do we make all the prequel stuff work with the new stuff? They kind of were like, let's just never talk about it again. Except That's, for Darth Maul coming up in Solo, which yeah, I think shocked yeah, all of us. Sure, because yeah, it was like one character that Leah's does. Leah's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Rogue up. One. Yeah, yeah, it seems yeah. like in the standalone ones, but maybe in the new yeah. Star Wars trilogy. I guess trilogy, I'm saying like that so was a, a way to do it. And then there's this other way where like, no, let's be outright. Like, let's insult them by saying like, no, you are not part of my world. Yeah. Good. I mean, I think so long as it's like the original creator of it, in this case, James Cameron, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's his property. He did the first two. I think really only he's in the driver's seat to make that but kind of decision. But he says that for every every yeah. one of the movies that he's he on does. board with yeah. it. It is, it is tiring now. I, is. I, I, I don't mind it if it results in a cleaner universe for better continued storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially in the superhero world, it's easy to just go, oh, all right, those were just Elseworlds movies then. That's fine. I, yeah. We can just have, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, Bruce Wayne on Mars. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Or whatever they want to do. Um, so in terms of Ghostbusters, that was kind of an Elseworlds because that was supposedly a right. different universe right. than the That one the pretended Murray. that the other two didn't have. Right. Yeah. So that one, I don't see really a conflict there. Uh, but certainly with Terminator, I mean, you know, they tried retconning it with Terminator Genesis, and so it didn't quite pan out like they'd right. hoped. Yeah. And I'm okay with it. I mean, they uh, uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles retconned Terminator yes. Three. It's a story about retconning, right? right. Yeah. It was a story about it. It only it was only Terminators One and Two that yeah. that was building off of. They ignored Three. Salvation sort of incorporated Three. <laughs> yeah. So this has been both a messy world on screen and a messy, very messy world off screen with the rights to the Terminator franchise mm-hmm. has been a, a hot topic of uh, contention for many years. So I'm very glad that that seems to be settled now. Uh, I am a huge Terminator universe fan. So I'm very excited about this. Uh, and also, I didn't hate any of the other Terminator movies. Terminator I Three I is much better them. than people I think give it that's credit something, for. That's something that we were talking about earlier, and, and and I mean, we probably just should, should talk about it now. This idea that like I don't hate any of the Terminator movies no. either, but I know I sh- kind of should sometimes. <laughs> like it's weirdly, I don't know if it's the that amazing score, but like as soon as that starts playing, I just get like hyped. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and then I'm just down with it. Yeah, and then later, like maybe a uh, a year later or something, I'm like. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. No, <laughs> yeah. Personally, I think the biggest knock to the Terminator movies is every single piece of advertisement. Salvation, the biggest twist that could have happened in that movie with Sam Worthington, is in the trailer. If you had hidden that, that would have been a great reveal, and I would yeah. have been a more on board. They ruin Genesis in the trailer. The last trailer <laughs> that comes out, you're like, it was in the theater. I was watching. I was like, wait, oh my god, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be watching this. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is the end of the movie. I am yeah. seeing how this movie plays out from start to finish. There's one thing, like some more time travel elements I didn't know were going to happen but mm. everything else 
is the same. It is spoiled, and I and I hate that. I like three because I watched it as a kid, and there's some like a violence kid. Stuff. I watched it as a kid. What are you yeah. eleven? That came out in 03. No, I'm sixteen. I was allowed to drive here myself. Oh, boy. <laughs> and yeah. uh, no, I it was uh, I saw it when I was younger, and so and I enjoyed it for what it was. I can see the criticism in Salvation. I like because he had Christian Bale. I I, I was on board. With <laughs> I it, think so. that's what it is about the the Terminator movies. They have this score, and I think the first two were so good. It's almost to me like the Aliens franchise. You know, the, the, the right. James Cameron. Well, he did the yeah, second one. I like almost like, all. I'll the watch aliens, all the Aliens. Yeah. I'll watch you know Alien Covenant. I, I enjoyed. I like Prometheus. I don't care what rage I'll get. Like I think I com- I compare the two franchises where the first two are just yeah. so great. I'll stick yeah. through all of them. You know, there's care. something to be said about the. It, it's it, we're acting like uh, it's a mystery, but it's the character, right? The character of the Terminator the character uh, uh, what was the other franchise you just said that you like? Aliens? Yeah well, the character Ripley of these, of these aliens uh, it's, it's even in Halloween right it's these these ideas of they're all stories about like the boogeyman basically uh-huh. and I mean for millennia we keep telling stories about the same characters with slight variations I think that's maybe why we give it so much wiggle room versus like another story where it's a very specific character that can only be told for instance that's why we notice how many times we reboot Spider-Man Right? It's yeah. like that's such a that's not the boogeyman story, right? That's like a very specific story. He's a spider. Story. He's pretty scary. Yeah, and he can boogie. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think maybe they'll have room forever. That said, I'll still say bringing back Linda Hamilton, which amazing. I'm so excited about. Kind of makes it feel like this is their last chance to start over. Could I yeah. one question for you guys? How do you think they're going to explain why Schwarzenegger is so old? Same way they, well, they did tried it before, explaining yeah. it before in Genesis. Yeah, it was like time travel. They he gets old. <laughs> yeah, he, he ages. Well, like he's people. living tissue over a, uh, a, a, a robotic, next, robotic a cybernetic skeleton. Yeah, yeah a cybernetic. Skeleton. Oh damn it! I can't remember the line oh, either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the living tissue continues to age. Yeah, uh, but weirdly, like a human does, you instead of just so peel off of him. <laughs> yeah, it, it, what it really should do is it could, should continue to rot. Yeah, it should. <laughs> just yeah. Kind of how's it living? Yeah, yeah. How's it living without age. a heart? Um, yeah. Okay. Well, Sam, there was some other news that came out yeah, this week, right? Non-Terminator news. So buckle up, kids. Uh, we heard that David Harbour from Stranger Things has been Ooh. cast in the Black Widow movie. Oh, Very along exciting. with like uh, Rachel Weisz, wasn't she announced to be it, part of that? It's up in the air. It's not confirmed. David Harbour, as far as we know, is confirmed, so that's very exciting. I love him. But we also have a confirmation for Jai Courtney reprising his role as Captain Boomerang in the James Gunn Suicide Squad movie. I really like him in that. He's maybe one of the best casters. One of the standouts. He has a GoPro on a a boomerang that flies around. And uh, rumor has it that James Gunn is currently casting an alien femme fatale character. Ooh. So that'll be fun as well. I've throw some aliens in there. Why not? Gamora. Uh, <laughs> it just came out today that Kamel Nanjiani is in talks to star in the MCU Eternals movie with uh-huh. Angelina Jolie, which is pretty cool as Man, well. finally those two get together. Finally. <laughs> Angelina Jolie and Yeah. <laughs> also, Avengers Endgame tickets went on sale and promptly crashed all ticket sites this week. They set a ton of pre-sale records. And it was real crazy. I waited for three hours but I got the screening I you wanted and I wasn't tickets. too close to the screen. So, boy. Yeah, I got tickets, but I can't even sit with the people I wanted to sit with. It's, it's yeah, pretty nightmarish. Yeah, we're in different rows with the people I yeah, bought them yeah. for. Exactly. But I'm sitting with like it. a random church field trip yeah. group. So, so, <laughs> I got mine there for 10.30 at night. Yes. Yeah. Wow, yeah. you're really getting out late. Yeah, mine is for the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. You got uh, the middle of that marathon that they're doing. But actually, if you guys had trouble getting tickets do not worry we actually got you guys and this is really exciting for us this is part of our celebration for having two million subscribers we are actually going to be hosting a special screening of avengers endgame on the friday it comes out friday april 26th that opening weekend at the world famous El Capitan Theater in Hollywood. It's Disney's official movie yeah, theater. Wow. It's also going to be totally tricked out for Endgame. Ooh. Plus, we're not just going to have you guys there and you get to watch the movie. You also get to attend a live taping of this show that we're going to be doing oh. from the El Capitan. And then, what's crazy, we're going to mingle with you guys. Mingle. Mingling. <laughs> wow. We're going to mingle. We're going to network. Bring us <laughs> to this car. That is way more impressive than I, I thought you were just going to like parry scope one of the screenings sir please stop yeah, that. yeah. yeah we've uh, asked you once no uh, no we're gonna do a meet and greet with you guys yeah. uh there and then we're also we're gonna have kick-ass guests uh we're 
you know, celeb babies, uh, famous babies. Uh, no. we're, we're going to feed you if you come there. It's going to be a really great time. So the, all that said, tickets are $75, but b- just being real honest here, we're not making any money on this thing. That's the, you're getting the movie ticket. You're getting, uh, the live, like taping in this like special lounge that like is a special Disney place. You also nerd out with us in person. We feed you, uh, you will get. Uh, time to do whatever you want to Eric it all goes directly to good <laughs> uh-huh. causes like that uh, there are however only 50 tickets Ooh, oh god wow. so definitely jump on that as soon as they're available we're Whoa. gonna announce it across our socials uh, of exactly how to get those tickets uh, and then um, you know you can fly here but it, this is in LA so you know just keep that in mind if you're like there's I a, got my ticket I live in Alaska there's a youth hostel right walking distance from That's the right. El Capitan yes yeah, Sam will meet you there yeah <laughs> no I run the hostel yeah, yeah exactly uh, and he plugs it any chance he can get absolutely Absolutely. Yeah. We got beds and pillows and well, one, one, one half bathroom. Yeah. Oh, a half bathroom. You'll be Whoa. fine. So if this doesn't sound glamorous enough, uh, remember, we're going to feed you there, too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, definitely jump on that. Now it's time to move on to our New York Stars debrief lightning round. You guys tweeted us some questions. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, oh, is it raining, men? <laughs> we're going to uh, ask episode, them each yeah. other. You got to answer them as quickly and without hesitation as possible. Are we ready? No. All right. right. Starting with uh, for Sam Basher at Davy Backwardab. Davy Backwardab. Yeah, yeah, we should know it by now. Who is your second favorite? The whole dang world knows the Flash is here first. Who's your second favorite DC character? Plastic Man. It's lightning round. Gotta go quick. Okay. Ben Schwartz, please get that role. That'd be (laughs) great. Yeah. I mean, he's gonna get it. Right. He's gonna self-produce it if he he has to. And then he's gonna do Plastic Man. Please. Yes. For Philip at Sensei underscore I am. If you could shout out any word to become a superhero, what would that word? be uh oh wow Ooh. uh for sam yeah. which dc hero <laughs> is the most un- overrated and which is the most underrated uh oh overrated none of them nice. i don't know the most overrated is, um uh, yeah, booster then, gold yeah booster right? gold <laughs> there you go per- perfect answer yeah, take yeah. Um, get him out of here the most <laughs> underrated uh, of the DC universe, I am a I, the, the Flash. Frankly, really, yeah. yeah, I think Flash does not get the respect Flash deserves. Yeah, uh, Flash can travel through time. Okay, that's pretty impressive. Other and universes. and universes. Yeah, that's a big deal. He doesn't wield it very well, though. Those abilities. Well, it's undervalued because he has not getting the respect he deserves, <laughs> and he's not chosen not to master it yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. First, you get the respect, then you get the mastery. Oh, yeah. Not that's usually not, how it works. That's nope. not usually <laughs> how it works. Yes, Sensei. <laughs> um, for me, uh, at Kanashi at Tasudo wants to know what did you think DC stands for before you knew what it really means? Ooh. Uh, okay. So when I was a kid, wasn't there like a TV production company called Deke? Like DIC, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, you're absolutely head, right. Like, oh, it's those people. Yeah. Deke, they also make comics. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would have. I would have assumed it was Dick Clark. Yeah, Dick Clark. Yeah, Dick Clark <laughs> comics. Yep. Yeah. I thought it was counting down. Uh, for <laughs> Sam at, at Andy18 wants to know what less known DC superhero should be brought to life in the DC universe, uh, DC film universe. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, he's not lesser known, but a Lobo on screen would be really cool mm. with the chain. I'm also a bit do the. I mean, I'm a Flash family as well. Do the whole Flash family. I'm mm. big on board with that. Impulse would be fun. Uh, if we're going like way down the line, like crazy way down, <gasps> do new Superman is Chinese Superman. He's great. The way he gets his powers and his just the 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 Justice League of China is so cool. That comic got ended last year, and I definitely definitely cried just a tiny bit in my room. <laughs> um, okay, for, for Sam, what other Batman villain, if any, would you like to see in Joker? Oh, man. Um, what Batman villain do I want to see in Joker? Uh, I think I think uh, we're due for a Poison Ivy update. Ooh, uh, yeah. I think that would be a, a plum roll for any number of uh, great Hollywood actresses. And uh, not to say that Uma Thurman didn't do a great job with it, but that's so far the only Poison Ivy 
live action we've seen, and I would love to see another Poison Ivy. Game. A Poison Ivy that doesn't start as a dancing gorilla and once he actually does a strip tease. Sweet Jesus, yes. <laughs> uh, for Philip, a favorite villain. They want one from, and this is C R L S two and two. Wants to know favorite villain, one from DC and one from Marvel. Uh, um, Marvel's gonna be Magneto. Uh, I, I love the, the fact that like Magneto is a result of someone saying, like, oh, this character will have the powers of magnetism. And they were like, wait, holy crap, that is huge if you think about it. Uh, and then it was. Uh, that's awesome. And then also every, every thing about him is great. Uh, DC, it's Mr. Freeze. Uh, that's yeah. just, I just like something about that, that animated character. series episode was awesome. That, there's Freeze. that, yeah. and also yeah. I just like relate to his like Puns. just no. Uh. I, was, I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna say like how like kind of like robotic he is like. But like he's still a human. I don't know. He's I, cool. Yeah. He's such a tragic character. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, for me, at Prit Atoll <laughs> wants to know: Are Avengers stuck in a time loop? Hell yeah, they are. We got a video coming out on Monday about that. Cool. Moving on. Uh, Let's Sam, do the time loop again. Uh, yeah. Levine. Mm-hmm. Um, at Mr. Fiesta twenty seven wants to know: Best sidekick and why? Oh. Um, Robin. With yep. It's an easy why? answer, but uh, the- which one? Oh, that's a fair question. Uh, <laughs> I want to say Jason Todd, but I think oh, we know how no. that ends. No, Dick Grayson. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. I, I, I'm a, I, I love that story. Um, the uh, in uh, 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 Batman 1000, there was a, a a bunch of little shorts, and there's one in there. Um, oh God, what's it called? The precedent, and it's where Alfred has to argue the case for Dick Grayson to Bruce. Mm. And I loved that twist on it. Uh, and uh, where it's like, no, if we let him go, it could be bad, man. You can connect with this kid better than anyone's going to connect with him. You know what he's going through. And that's why I think Dick Grayson and Bruce Wayne work so well together is because of their shared backstories. And uh, yeah, I love Boy Wonder Man. Yeah. Could you imagine if Bruce Wayne started an orphanage? And just created an army of all these orphans. I feel like yeah. the government would be called really quick. <laughs> but hey, child cool. army outside uh, Gotham. Um, okay, for me, Evan and a bunch of numbers wants to know if you could pick any Justice League member to jump out of the pages of your comic looking for some Eric love. Who would it be and why? Ew, well, if that's the Eric case, uh, uh, Diana, <laughs> Wonder Woman. Are they demanding <laughs> Eric love? Yeah, does that or have are they to be giving Eric love? Yeah, looking for some Eric love. Well, I mean, I'll love any of them. To you know. Oh boy. <laughs> I already love all of them in that way, but uh, yeah, I think both answers in, in either case would be one of them. Let's just leave it there. You feel very uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. Oh, what yeah. is Eric love? Let us know in the comments. <laughs> yeah. Why is that part of it? Or let us know on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, for, for Basher, at Catherine Bones wants to know if you could be Superman for 24 hours, what's the first thing you would do? Fly oh, to the moon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Fly to the moon. And do what there? I and Superman, all slash Superman, he and Crypto on the moon and they look at earth and it uh that comic will make me cry and it's one of my favorite it's frank quietly's art and it's absolutely beautiful also i gotta go to the moon i gotta put my footprint down right next to buzzes and uh neils you don't want to get your ass to mars i don't know if i have enough it's 24 hours i don't know how quick i can go just depends on what kind of superman i am you know what kind of superman do you want to be the best one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and finally, for Philip at Cheddar Blowout. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Cheddar Blowout. Cheddar blowout. Wow, that's a great name. <laughs> yeah, it's a, that's the name that a bully gives you when you got a bad haircut, I Eric. And then you own that, own that nickname. No, I'm the son. What so happened to your hair? <laughs> Cheddar, blowout. Cheddar Blowout is someone who ate way too many uh, Cheetos. Yeah. 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 And like couldn't make it through 12 or, you know, there are so many. Run to the bathroom. Let us know all the different definitions of Cheddar blowout on Urban Dictionary. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Philip, uh, this guy wants to know what would the name of Thor's and Captain Marvel's hypothetical son Ooh, be? Ooh, uh, uh, Cheddar blowout. Yeah, Cheddar blowout. <laughs> blood, uh, it's good. Uh, Hugh Jackman, maybe? Uh, oh, that could, uh, yeah, yeah. Man, uh, that would be a killer son. Yeah. yeah. Danvers. Yeah. yeah. Especially the DC version of Captain Marvel. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Great progressive question. And now comes the time <laughs> for our 15 second shout outs, where each of us has 15 seconds to shout out, plug, or ramble about anything we want. 
Sam. Oh, thank you. Uh, really quick shout out to Might Be Awesome. It's a new YouTube channel that yeah. me and my friend DJ launched this week. And oh my God, I've been Congrats. so stressed. I haven't slept and I have tummy aches that I might need to go to the doctor about because I've been so stressed. But now it launched and it's got a really cool response. It's deep dives. Uh, not like them. Don't worry. You get your new rock stars deep dives here. There are those. We do. Uh, we answer like kind of like weird questions and we use 8-bit animations to kind of explain like the bigger uh, concepts. Cool. First one was what happens after the snap? I didn't know they were working on that one when we wrote it, oh, but yeah. it's it's different. We end up in different places. So There's go check different out. answers you could have to that question but only one correct answer <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. but go check it out and maybe subscribe and maybe like it and share it that's how other people see it great um let's see i don't really have a particular shout out this week i uh will just say uh, go watch us again because there's so much to that movie if you haven't seen it already go check it out it's it's a different movie than get out is it's not fair to compare them but uh man there's so many questions that i have coming out of that movie and every time i rewatch it i find something new about it. and i would love to do like a whole breakdown of it because there's just someone so many details and interesting things that jordan peele snuck into that Cool. Uh, I'm going to do two quick shout outs. I always do two. Uh, one, I'm going to say uh, check out the Cobra Kai trailer for season two that just came out. Uh, season one is really cool, but I got to do some some cool work with, with the team from Cobra Kai oh. recently. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, I trained them all. Uh, <laughs> but uh, So I'll have more announcements about that, but it's really exciting. The other thing I was going to say, it's a time of year to start wishing happy birthday to Eric. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, he doesn't like any people knowing his exact details about him, but. <laughs> they know everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if you want to start uh, being nice to him on social media, it'd be a good time to start. Yes, thank you. Thank you. And uh, Sam. Uh, well, as you can see by my uh, vast wealth of DC knowledge, if you want to be as knowledgeable as I am about DC, which is the most knowledgeable, uh, <laughs> you need to get yourself a subscription to DCUniverse.com, uh, where you can watch uh, me and my cohorts uh, five days a week on DC Daily, and you can check out awesome shows like Season 1 of Titans, Season 1 of Doom Patrol, we got Swamp Thing coming up in May, uh, what else we got? Uh, Young Justice Outsiders, thank you very much, uh, they are adding 20,000 comic books oh, wow. to the library. That uh, is quite a few. Yeah. So uh, uh, DCUniverse.com, you can get a free week trial and you're going to love it and then you're going to get yourself an annual subscription and you'll thank me later. Alright. Cool. Great. Yeah. Check those out. Please watch and, Doom Patrol uh, so I can talk to someone about it. Thank you. <laughs> we are now returning to the trivia question that we asked earlier. Philip, if you could remind yeah, us what it so is. So that question was in the 1988 movie Big, Tom Hanks and his friend sing a little ditty called Down Down Baby or the Ice Cream Song. Finish this line from the song. So we'll read, uh, I'll read the lines from the song and each of us will go down and uh, just fill in the blank as I say it. Are you ready? We'll start with Sam who has my answer. Uh, all right, I'm cool, I'm hot. I'm funky, funky, cheesy mold. That's what you read. Yeah, that sounds right. Oh, uh, <laughs> I forgot that I, I tried to rhyme with the word cold, which was not in the <laughs> cold. <is> not. <laughs> I'm cool, I'm hot, off. I'm funky, funky, cheesy mold. <laughs> yes. Just funky, to, funky. Right. to put a speed bump in there, but mine might not uh, line up it's with gonna your little uh, I like that. All right, ready? Uh, so Sam, uh, Eric is going to say Sam's answer. Uh -huh. I'm cool, I'm hot. I'm a picture of Shazam. Oh, no, it's, a, it's a spider. If it had the chance to turn into Shazam, it has an eight pack. You know what? I think that is legs. actually how the how the rap ends, isn't it? It's a picture of Shazam. They just <laughs> hold it up. Really they hold it. Yeah, they both. All right. Uh, Mine I'm, is definitely wrong that you're about to read, but right. it is definitely in the song. All right. Well, let's hear it. If it's this part, I'm cool. I'm hot. I stole my mama's credit. That is part of the song. It is part That's of the part song. Of yes. All right, this is a really funny song. This is weird. <laughs> All right, and then finally, Eric's answer that Sam's going to read, I'm cool, I'm hot. Punch me in the stomach one more time. This, what is this Something song? Like this song is so, so weird. Down, wow, down, I'm baby, feeling... Down, 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 we can't sing this. We don't have to turns into Shazam. Yeah. Well, what's the yeah. correct answer? All right, so finally, the correct answer is, I'm cool, I'm hot. Suck you in the stomach three more times. Oh, oh. so close, Eric. Yeah, so close. Like, no, three well, I had more to learn times. the whole thing for a sketch a, like a two or three years doing, ago. Yeah, and I had to <laughs> <laughs> I was just do it for. Uh, that's how I got the stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you took pity on me. I may never have even known those were the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah, well, everyone knows how it begins. No one knows really how it ends. Yeah, I, I knew nothing. <laughs> well, judges who uh, I who between me and Sam probably. Well, so so I think the yeah, obviously uh, the, oh, it's got to be you. The best answer or the closest answer is certainly the uh, sock you in the stomach one more time. It's close enough to three more times. It's who's the furthest. Uh, I stole my mama's credit. Uh, Picture I'm, of Shazam. Uh, 
Yeah. 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 Funky, 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 cheesy mold. Or a picture of a spider turning into Shazam. He's got eight eyes. He's got eight. Uh, do spiders remember, have eight eyes? Well, and remember, yes, some of the, of some everything. of these answers. Uh, just if you'll notice, some of these answers aren't words. So, <laughs> so, Wait, no, no, there's a word. No, some of these answers are a comic book panel. Well, no, Oscar producer well, wants Sam to argue his case. People don't know this. That since Shazam has a lot of pulls from Big, Big actually has some pulls from the original Shazam comic. There is an argument you can make to that, and it sounds like kids, you didn't though. And there are there are kids, and who what kids wouldn't be fans of Spider Man? And so, what if you could mix Spider Man and Shazam and say Shazam and turn into a spider? Oh man, I'm losing it. Um, no, I like it. Uh, he going. No, he just wait, keeps going. To be fair, he tried to rhyme it with cold, and that's not even like in the song. And yet, <laughs> it, but it is something songs do. They don't have pictures. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and uh, it, moldy cheese is like getting socked in the stomach. Oh, so yeah. you have like Sam has you know cheese in stomach. Moldy cheese. Uh, Off screen producer. You get a cheddar blowout. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's decided uh, it's going to be Sam. Sam, this is the last gif of shame in this box right now. Uh, so whatever it says, you got to do it, buddy. Uh, I mean, are you guys at least proud of me for my drawing skills? I think it's pretty good. Oh, always proud of you, yeah. son. Thank you. So I got my <laughs> gift of shame is, it's the claw. Think Jim Carrey and Liar Liar. It attacks. That's a great one. Okay, That's so Sam's going to do that on the gift of shame. It'll be turned into a gif. If you are listening to this on podcast form, uh, check us out on social media at New Rockstars, and you can see what the heck we're talking yeah. about. And since we're emptying that gift of shame box for the moment, at least, and we'll bring it back in, in other ways, uh, give us some ideas for other punishments that will work for the audio podcast version. Yes. Since we know gifts aren't the most fun on podcasts. What is some embarrassing <laughs> or goofy or humiliating thing that uh, the loser works in audio. of the trivia yeah. question in audio form? Yeah. So put a blindfold us. on and, and brainstorm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> While you're driving. So as Sam does this, uh, I'll be doing our goodbyes. So Sam, you want to take oh, over yes, with the clock? Course. Okay. Great. So uh, as Sam does that, I will sign us off. Thank you for watching or listening to this week's episode of New Rockstars Debrief. I want to thank our hosts, Sam Basher at Sam Basher, uh, Philip Molina at FEMO, uh, me, Eric Voss at EA Voss, plus special guest Sam Levine at Sam Levine. And a reminder that this episode is available in both audio and video form. The video is at uh, youtube.com slash new rockstars. And you can get the audio anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Oh boy. And if you uh, happen to use the Himalaya app, we'd really actually appreciate it if you did that and went and left a comment for us on the podcast that supports the show directly. So uh, comment and tweet at us at New Rockstars, like this video or podcast, share it around, and subscribe to Ro New Rockstars for deep dives and all the stuff you love. Bye bye, everyone. The claw wasn't See a face week. hugger. <laughs> yeah, <I got laughs> that impregnated your mouth. You like being choked? I don't like being choked.